Good morning, beloved people of God. I'm welcoming you one more time to God's presence this morning, this Sunday morning. We thank God for His blessings and His grace over our lives. We'll be continuing the topic, the fight of faith, and this is the part five of this message on the fight of faith. Our main text is from Second Timothy chapter six and uh, verse twelve, which says. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. The fight of faith is a very good fight, and Satan is our main enemy. He wants to fight us with fear. He wants to fight us by bringing us out of God's word, out of obedience to God's word. But we must stand up and fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Today we'll be speaking on a topic under this series titled The Confession of the Word of Faith. So we are talking about the fight of faith, but under the fight of faith, we are having the confession of the word of faith. So we must fight to retain our confession of the word of faith. Many times the devil wants to bring us into situations that will make us to lose our confession of the word of faith, that we begin to confess doubt, that we begin to confess confusion. But we must fight to retain the word of faith on our lips. We must speak the word of faith. We must speak what God has said concerning our situation. We must speak with faith, and faith works. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So our words have power. Our words are very, very powerful. Whatever we say with our, ma with our mouth is going to form our lives. When God was going to create the heart, the Bible says he formed this world with the word, with his word. So God spoke things into existence. Everything that God said came to pass. Everything that God spoke into being existed, came into existence. So our words are very, very powerful. And we must be careful so that we are not held you know, by our words. We are not held by negative words. We must retain the positive confession of the word of faith. Our words must be words of faith, not words of doubt. Our words must be words that God has said. We must confirm in our lives the things that God has said concerning us, our position in Christ, our authority in Christ. We must be full of the word of faith in every situation. The things that must come out from our mouth must be filled with faith filled with the word of God. And when we consistently confess the word of faith, we will always have victories. We always have testimonies. We always triumph over every trial and temptation and attack of the enemy. So we must fight to retain the confession of the word of faith on our lips, in our mouth. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. Then, say, but what says it? 
The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confession is made unto salvation, which means you keep confessing the word of faith until salvation comes, until the miracles comes, until the testimony comes. If you want to give your life to Christ, you want to lead somebody to Christ, we lead them in the confession of the word of God. Confession of forgiveness of sins, repentance from sins. With their mouth, they confess Jesus as Lord. Invite Christ into their heart because it is very, very important. You cannot just be saved by just thinking it. You have to confess it. You have to say it. You have to surrender your life to Jesus. You have to ask God to forgive you your sins, cleanse you with the blood of Jesus. Invite Christ into your heart. Surrender your life unto him. That, that signifies you know, your acceptance of the death and the sacrifice of Christ on the cross for yourself. And with that, when you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. So you cannot just be quiet and think about salvation and get saved. No, you have to confess. You have to open it. It is important. You have to confess it with your mouth. You have to say it with your mouth. You have to ask God with your mouth. You know, there must be a word unto the Lord from your mouth. And that is what the Lord is going to hold on to and forgive you your sins because you've asked for the forgiveness and Christ is going to come into your heart because you have asked him to come into your heart. He doesn't go into people's hearts, you know, uninvitedly. He comes when you invite him to come. So there must be the confession. The confession that you make is the one that leads to your salvation. And this is a principle. So confession is made unto salvation. So when you pray over a thing, you also have to back it up with the confession of the word of faith. Believing that you have received what you have asked God for and you are saying it and you are keep you keep confessing it You keep you know confessing the word of faith concerning that situation and definitely as you keep on doing that Salvation is going to come as you keep on doing that. There's going to be deliverance. There's going to be a miracle. So with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, but before you make confession with your mouth you must first believe in your heart. That's why I say, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You must believe in your heart first. And when you believe in your heart, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So when you hear the word of God, you meditate upon the word of God, you believe it in your heart, and then you confess it with your mouth. You must confess it with your mouth for you to see salvation. You must confess it with your mouth for you to see the miracle, to receive a miracle, for you to see the word of God come to pass in your life. Your mouth is very, very important. Many of us, when we have a little challenge, we begin to confess negative confessions, we begin to shout and uh, 
confess our problem and begin to you know speak the word of doubt and then we are prayed but we are confessing <laughs> words of doubt how do we want to experience a miracle the devil always wants us to speak words that we not allow our miracles to come true he wants us to speak the words of doubt instead of speaking the word of faith you know he wants us to begin to doubt god to doubt the word of god so we must fight it we must fight doubt we must fight fear and in the midst in the, in the midst of in intimidation of the devil we must speak the word of faith we must enforce that which god has done we must confess it with our mouth because we believe it in our heart and that is what we are supposed to do when we do that we always have the victory there was a story in second kings chapter 4 the shunammite woman this woman saw that the man of god always passes through their home and she spoke to her husband that they should make a place for the man of god elisha so that he can spend some time whenever he comes around to rest before he continues the journey and uh, they made that place available for this man and after sometimes the man of god said well what can we do for this woman what does she want you know because her kindness is so much unto us and uh, as he said they called the woman the woman said well i don't have any need for anything i i, I believe among my people you know i don't i'm not under any oppression so he was, she was not even asking for a child. Maybe she has given up on having an issue. She has prayed and prayed and given up over that. But Gazi now reminded the man, asked the man of God, but the woman is childless. So go, go, go and call her for me. And when she came, the man of God spoke to her that by this time you shall have your son. You shall embrace your, your child. And as the man of God said, it came to pass that the woman became pregnant and she had a son and the son, the son grew but one day the son started asking and shouting my head my head my head he was with the father on the field when they were having harvest the father said quickly take him to his mother and uh, he laid on the mother's lap till evening and died imagine this kind of situation it was a very bad and hopeless situation the child died what did the Shunammite woman, what did she do? Instead of crying and weeping and cursing and regretting and fretting, she held herself together, fought the word of faith, the confession of the word of faith in her mouth. She never opened her mouth to say anything negative. She did not curse herself. She did not curse the man of God. She did not cause the day she was born. She did not complain to God for anything. She just gathered herself, took the child, and went and put the child on the bed they provided for the man of God in that room, in the upper chamber. And she sat with the house, told the husband she wanted to run to go and meet the man of God. And uh, in verse 23 of Second Kings chapter 4, as she was coming, Verse 23, and he said, Wherefore will thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. <laughs> the husband said, Why are you going to the man of God today? Because she did not even tell the husband the child has died. 
She's not wanting anybody to spoil her faith. She saluted her and said, No, my husband, he shall be well. What a word, what a positive word. Then she saddled an ass and said to a servant, Drive and go forward, slack not the riding for me, except I be thee. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Camel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And when Gehazi ran up to meet her and asked her all these questions, and the Bible says she answered, It is well. Wow. It is well. And when she came to the man of God, then she told the man of God, and uh, verse 27, and when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet, but Gehazi came near to thrust her away, and the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her, and the Lord has hid it from me, and hath not told me. Then she said, Did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then, then the man of God said to Gehazi, Get up thy loins, and take my staff in thy hand, and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not, and if any salute thee, answer him not again, and lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as your soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. Woo! This woman will not give up. She went to the man of God, and uh, she said, It is well. But she stood when the man of God sent the servant. He said, No, I will not leave thee unless you followed me. So the prophet had no choice than to follow her. At the end of the day, the child was brought back to life. But what we are taking, the lesson we are taking from the experience of this Shunammite woman was the word that he, she never confessed anything negative, even in the midst of that serious problem that she had. It is well. If it were some believers today, they will have caused, they will have shattered, they will have panicked, and rightly so, because it's the death of a child. The only child, the only son that the family had died that afternoon. And people have been you know, weeping and crying and trying to console them. But this woman went for the solution, and she kept a confession of the word of faith. It shall be well. It is well. And at the end of the day, it was well for her. So there is power in the words that comes from our mouth, especially when our faith is tried, when our faith is tested. You see, when things are going on smoothly, it is very, very easy to confess, you know, positive confessions, to confess faith, you know, to speak, to speak the scriptures. But when our faith is challenged, that is when we really need to speak the word of faith because our faith is being challenged. So and as we speak the word of faith, we are bringing the challenge under the dominion and the power of the word of God. We are subjecting the situation to the efficacy and the power of the word of God. And of course, when we do that, we shall surely have our miracle. Will you also say with me today, it is well. We have this issue of the pandemic going around the world today and people are afraid, people are grew with fear 
of the death that is occurring through this pandemic. Though we thank God we've not had much death in Nigeria and almost part of Africa, but yet people are still afraid. But you as a believer, are you also going to give in to that fear? Or are you going to stand upon the confession of the word of faith for your healing, for your safety, for your security, for your protection in God? Are you going to confess your, your whom you are in Christ Jesus? Because he said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He said, I will not lay the disease of the Egyptians upon you. These are the things that should be coming out from our mouth. Confession of the word of faith. Speaking forth the word that God has spoken concerning us. And when we speak the word, when we preach the word, when we speak the word, when we confess the word of God concerning our situations, the Lord will walk with us and we confirm those words with signs and with wonders following. In Mark chapter 16, the Bible says the disciples, when they went to preach the word, it says the Lord walked with them and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following. As they went to speak the word of God, God was confirming the word in their mouth with signs and wonders following. If you also open your mouth to speak, to preach the word and to speak the word of faith concerning your situations, God will also walk with you and God will confirm those words with signs and with wonders following. We don't want God to confirm words of trouble, words of doubt. We want God to confirm words of faith. So you speak the word of faith and God will confirm the words with signs and with wonders following. Our words are very powerful. There is power in our confessions, in our utterances. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So we must make sure our hearts are filled uh, with abundance of the word of God. We must take time to study the word of God and to meditate upon the word of God. Jesus chapter 1, verse 6 says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. And the book of the Lord is the of the of the Lord is the word of God. It must not depart out of our mouth. We must meditate. And as we meditate upon the word of God, begin to believe it in our heart, begin to you know, register in our heart, begin to fill our heart, and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth begin to speak. The mouth begin to speak the word of God that has been stuck into our hearts. And when we speak the word, the Lord will walk with us, and the Lord himself will confirm those words. And when the Lord confirms those words, there will be signs and there will be wonders. So we must learn to always speak and not be overtaken with fear, not be overtaken with doubt, but speak always the word of faith. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11 and verse 12. Jesus Christ was going one day and he saw a fig tree. Verse 12, and on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if I play, he might find anything thereon. And when he came to eat, he found nothing but leaves, but the time of fig was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples had it. He spoke that word to the fig tree, No man eat fruit from thee hereafter forever. He wanted to teach the disciples something. So he cursed that tree. 
you will never bear fruit again. And he went his way. The disciples heard what he said. Nobody said anything. And in verse 20, the Bible says, And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou causest is withered away. Peter saw it when he said, okay, let me look at this tree that our master caused yesterday. And when he saw it, he said, the tree has dried from its roots. And verse 22, and Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, he shall, and shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Wherefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Jesus Christ used this to illustrate faith. When you pray, believe that God has answered you. And by faith, begin to speak along that line. He said, even if you speak to this mountain, I'm sure they were passing through by mountain. There are so many mountains in Israel. Say, so if you shall speak to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And you will not doubt in your heart. You will believe in your heart. Which means, whatsoever you believe in your heart, if you can believe the word of God in your heart, and you speak it out by faith, it will work. He said, but you shall believe that those things which he has said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. So if you say, mountain be that removed, and you believe it in your heart, it shall be removed. So whatsoever now you ask God in prayer, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. That means whatsoever things you also desire when you pray, believe that you have not received them, then you shall not have them. But believe that you have received them and ye shall have them. So there is a connection between your faith in action and the, your, your having answers to your prayers. So we must maintain that confession of the word of faith. We must not allow the enemy, the devil, to take away the confession of the word of faith from our lips and begin to make us to confess doubt, begin to make us to confess problems, begin to make us to confess defeat, you know, begin to make us to, to confess confess you know, words that we're looking for sympathy. No, we must confess the word of God. It's a fight. We must confess it. We must say, no, this is the word of God, even though the situation is different from what the word of God says, but this is what the word of God says, and I speak to this situation to now conform to the word of God. So the word of God will change that situation to be conform to what God has promised. Hallelujah. And then you will have a miracle. So whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe, have faith in God. Believe that you have received them and you shall have them. You must believe. Without faith, James chapter 1 says, Whosoever lack wisdom should ask from God. Who give it to all men without upbraiding? He said, but let him ask in faith, without that in his heart. Because 
No man can receive anything without faith. You must have faith in God. You must have faith in the word of God. You must have faith in the ability of God. You must have faith in the power of God. And you must speak it forth before you can receive anything from God. We need faith in action. We need our confession. Our confession of the word of God. Confess the things that the Lord has done in your, in your life. We are of God and we have overcome them. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That is what the word of God says. That greater, the one that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. The devil and the, and the, and the darkness, principalities and powers that are in the world, the, 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 the spirit of God, Jesus Christ that lives in your heart is bigger than them. So they cannot terrify you and they cannot put you to shame. They cannot, they cannot destroy your life because you are of God. He said, the thief coming number for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I am come that you may have life. Yes, Jesus Christ is in your heart. So what you have is life abundantly. And receive life abundantly. The ministry of the thief, which is to steal, to kill, and to destroy, shall not find expression in our life. So it is what you confess as you open your mouth daily to speak the word of God. You begin to see it come to pass in your life. You must not allow doubt. You must not allow fear. You must not allow timidity to enter into your heart. You must not allow the devil to begin to cast doubt upon the word of God in your heart. No, you must believe what the word of God says over your situation. You must believe for your health. Begin to confess the word of God. Begin to retain the confession of the word of faith. Let the word that will come out of your mouth be the word of faith. You are going out in the morning, speak to your day. Say, today, yes, the line shall fall unto me in pleasant places. The Lord shall go before me. You will hold my right hand and you subdue nations before me. As I go for today, whatever I lay my hands upon to do shall prosper. That is the word of God. Begin to speak into your situation the word of God. Begin to speak into your situation the word of faith. Begin to command your day to begin to conform to the provision of the word of God. It must come from your mouth. It must come, it must proceed from your mouth because our words have power when we speak the word of faith. God will walk upon it. God will walk upon what you speak with your mouth and confirm what you have spoken with your mouth with signs and with wonders. So you must confess the word of God over your situation. Hallelujah. Concerning the environment, the circumstances that the world is in now, confess the word of God for your healing, for your sound health, that it is not your portion. The Lord's going to be with you. Yes, He will bless your bread and water and take away sicknesses from the midst of you. Sicknesses and diseases are not your portion. And that is what you will have because the Lord will protect you. He will walk upon those walls and He will confirm those walls in your life with signs and with wonders following. So we must learn to always speak what the word has promised us we must always speak by faith believing in our heart what god has the provision of the word of god and then speak it into our situation and definitely we shall have testimonies we shall have our miracles so don't allow the devil to take away the confession of the word of faith from your mouth don't allow situation and circumstances to take away the confessions of the word of faith from your mouth don't allow fear and and timidity don't allow do not allow Satan in any way to take away the confession of the word of faith from your mouth. Because whatsoever you see with your mouth, it is very powerful. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. A man who uses his mouth to speak death and death and death, we have death. Whereas a man who uses his mouth to speak life and life and life, we also have life. So whatever you speak with your mouth, you will reap the fruit thereof. 
we must maintain the confession of the word of faith in every area, in every situation. When you have a dream and the dream is terrified, you get to confess your the, the word of faith concerning your victory over the enemy. Thanks be to God who always gives us the victory through you know, our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper, and every man that rises against me in judgment I condemn. This is my heritage as a servant of the Lord. No weapon of the enemy fashioned against me shall prosper. Begin to confess it. Even when the enemy shoot any arrows against you, it shall not work. It shall not prosper. Yes, and every man that rise against you, rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. You will condemn. This is your heritage. This is your inheritance as a child of God. This is your inheritance as a servant of the Lord. The word of God is full of awesome promises, awesome provisions for us, for our well-being. His plans towards us are plans of good and not of evil to take us to an expected end. Confess the word of God. Confess the word of faith in your situation. Do not speak doubt. Do not speak doubt. The children of Israel in the wilderness, they doubted God. They were murmuring against God. They were complaining against God and God was angry with them. Why? Because they have seen the act of God. They have seen the work of God and yet they did not have faith in God. And many of them could not make it to the promised land. But you will get to your promised land in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't allow the confession of the word of faith to drop off from your mouth. No matter what the situation is, always confess the word. Always confess the word. Always speak the word of God. Always say what the word of God has said. Begin to open your mouth and hit the situation with the word of God. The word of God can transform a situation. The word of God can transform a life. The word of God can transform a destiny. Let the word of God proceed from your mouth. With faith, believe it in your heart and speak it boldly with great confidence. Because as you speak it for, the Lord is going to work upon it and the Lord is going to you know, make it to produce signs and wonders. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you go this week, every day of the week, open your mouth and speak to your day. Speak success to your day. Speak breakthroughs to your day. Speak safety, protection, healing, health. You know, speak it to your days. Speak to your family. Speak to your children. Speak to your marriage. The word of God. Uh, everything you desire from God. Whatever you desire from God when you pray. You know, confess it. You begin to say it. Begin to exact it upon that situation. And you see it yielding to the word of God. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. And glorify his name in your life. In Jesus name. Amen.